Hello, 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 and welcome back to Gouda Murder Podcast, where we talk about sharp kills and cheesy thrills. This week, I'm your host, Keely. And I'm Danielle. Not Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly, we're one man down this week. Yeah, Kelly decided she'd rather go Christmas shopping than uh, record with us. Which is totally fair, because we (sighs) never figured out a real time. We didn't. Oops. We didn't. I did it again. You know, usually I'm the problem, so I will allow Kelly to be the problem this time. But Hi, it's fine. It's, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. It's her. All right, Danielle. Danielle. What are we? <laughs> what are we discussing this week? Today, I'm gonna take you out of the country a Ooh. little bit. I feel like we've been in America for way too long, well, and we're gonna travel overseas to a little part of Central Europe, Hungary. Have you ever uh, heard of that place, Hungary? Mm. hi gary no no mm-hmm. no um well i found a really cool case well it's not really a case it's kind of like a tale okay it's like a tale mm-hmm. of uh elizabeth bathory the blood countess da, da, da. all right all right okay okay So Elizabeth Bathory, she was a Hungarian countess who was born in 1560. Her parents were Baron George V.I. What is that? The fifth? Mm-hmm. Okay. I so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I never really learned my Roman numerals that well. Before I sound dumb. I, I think I disassociated during that semester of school. But Baron George V.I., the fifth, I'm going to say, Bathory, and Baroness Anna Bathory. Yeah, is six. Okay, so let me just rephrase that. Okay. She's a Hungarian countess that was born in 1560 to parents Baron George VI Bathory and Baroness Anna Bathory. There we go. She was born into a wealthy dynasty that controlled Transylvania, which it's now what? considered Romania. But okay, or I think back then it was Romania. I don't know. Transylvania. I thought it was really cool. Anywho, they descended uh, from multiple noble lineages. Um, including the King of Poland and the Prince of Transylvania. So they they some ritzy ritz. Their bloodline was one of generational inbreeding. You know, they got to keep the bloodline pure, got to keep the uh, characteristics going of craziness. Um, her parents, the Baron and Baroness, were closely related, which could be why Elizabeth mm-hmm. uh, had so many health problems. Oh, okay. Yeah, makes sense. Yes. She had a very privileged upbringing, obviously, you know, uh, but it was tainted by a lot of violence. A lot of shit was going on. Mm. Around four or five, she started experiencing epileptic seizures. She would have violent mood swings and painful migraines. Um, and they often used non-customary treatments. Okay. Okay. The seizures were treated by rubbing the blood of a non-sufferer nope. onto Elizabeth's lips or using a piece of their skull. In some type of weird ritual. So if you didn't have seizures, they were going to come after you to get your blood. Mm. So, because apparently that would heal you. Um, Do you know how quick I would fake one? Oh, absolutely. Instantly. Absolutely. I'd be like, nope, can't touch me. Um, Servants were regularly beaten in her presence, and she watched her first public execution at the age of six. Oh. Yes. When Elizabeth was 13, she got engaged. It was an arranged marriage. Mm. To 18-year-old Count Ferenc. Nadesty. I'm probably saying it wrong. I'm probably going to refer to him as just Count Ferenc. It's okay. F-E-R-E-N-C. Ferenc. I'll take it as that. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, he was from another influential Hungarian family. There is a rumor that they were cousins, but again, mm. they did and they they were known for inbreeding to keep their bloodline yeah. pure. Staying staying fresh. Yep. They got married two years later, uh, when Elizabeth was 15 years old. And then down the line, they eventually had uh four kids. So Count Ferenc, he gifted his new bride their home, which was Natasty Castle in Sarvor, Western Hungary. Okay. This is where he taught Elizabeth all about his love for torture. Okay. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love it for them. Um, at one point for Elizabeth, he had a girl restrained. He lathered her in honey and he allowed her to be ravaged by insects for Elizabeth's pleasure. Mm. Elizabeth took pleasure in watching this. Damn, girl, does that mm. turn you on? A little bit. I got some fire ants to the nipple. I'm saying. She probably should try it on herself. It's called BDSM. Mm -hmm. Anywho. Isn't there a kink to like, you like watching people be in pain? Yeah. Sadism. I think that's, if you're like a sadist. I don't don't know. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. I don't know. Somebody let us know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The count uh, at one point gifted the countess gloves that were spiked so that she could thrash her servants if they made a mistake. Yeah. So just imagine a regular pair of gloves and just put some, you know, those like belts that the scene all oh kids. Yes, you already know. I, already yep, know. I own like yep. every color. Spike those out. Um, and her husband was not the only role model that she had. Her aunt Clara actually introduced her to orgies. She kept her the company that she kept included sorcerers, witches, and alchemists, which mm-hmm. were all outcasts. Like you don't. Um, she was left, Elizabeth was left in charge of managing family affairs when her husband, the Count, he was the commander of Hungarian troops. He was sent to war against the Ottoman Empire, so then she was left in charge. She kind of had free reign. Mm. Eventually, Count Ferenc did die, so the widowed Countess moved to Kashtais Castle in Kashtais, Western Slovakia in 1604. Stories of her harshness followed her, and they spread like wildfire, Local families actually hid their daughters from her service because they did not, they were like, you're going to get fucked up if you go work for her. So you're just going to stay home. They probably cut some of their hairs to make them look like boys. I don't know what they did. Yeah. For a noble woman like her, it wasn't illegal to abuse servants or those of like a lower social stature. Like it probably was frowned upon, but she's, she's a noble woman. She's a countess. You can get away with it. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's how it is now. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't say it's in the past. No, it still happens today. You're not wrong. <laughs> Ouch. Her thirst uh, for blood and violence uh, made her start abusing victims of higher class. Oh, shit. Which eventually led to her downfall. Because it's okay if you, you know, beat your servants. But if you, like, take another countess hostage, like, you probably mm. are not going to get away with that. Can't do that. Yeah. So in 1610, the king of Hungary, it was uh, Matthias the second he launched an investigation into uh dozens of suspicious deaths and disappearances in cash dice so the countess moves there starts to be a hell of people disappearing he's like what's going on um but before i talk about our investigation i really need a cheese break i'm very nervous oh i'm excited (laughs) (laughs) okay so i'm very much looking forward to the remainder of this story I'm a little bit nervous to talk about um, our cheese break because that's Kelly's job and I'm scared, mom. 
We do the murder research, okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm terrible with talking. Finding wines or cheeses. Listen, if Kelly gives me a list, I go and get it. Um, so this is just what I had in regards to talking about some wines. I have a smooth red blend. It's a 2018 Columbia Valley. And it's supposed to be um, very smooth, okay? But we're going to talk about the history of wine real quick, Okay. Mostly, red wine has played an important role in religion, and red wine was originally associated with blood by the ancient Egyptians. It was used by both the Greek and Roman culture and is also included and incorporated in Judaism and Kiddush and Christianity, a couple other religions as well. But the wine culture is still connected to these ancient roots. Uh, The largest wine region is... Italy, Spain, and France, and have heritages in connection to sacramental wine. And that's kind of what's pertaining to your story is, you know, blood. blood. <laughs> Overseas, yeah. Yes. So, I mean, that's just a little little backstory on wine. If you hadn't, if you don't know, now you know. Now you know. But I am not a super big red wine fan. Neither am I. So, so this will be super fun what what kind of wine do you have here for us keely what kind of wine did we just rummage out of your fridge <laughs> um it's called 14 hands winery um by columbia valley okay okay, okay. it's a smooth red blend mm. and i'll just read the back okay <laughs> the year is 2018 mm, throwing it back like the untamed horses of the columbia valley that stood a modest 14 hands in height our wild and wonderful wine packs a lot of character into a mere 750 milliliter bottle. Boom. There, the flavor profiles is aromas of red fruits with smooth flavors of cherry and black raspberry. Okay. It smells bitter like a red wine. Um, I don't believe anything that just said. But, all right. You got to swirl it. You got to swirl okay. it. Let the uh, let it In the solo cup? In the, yeah. In the plastic solo <laughs> cups that we're using. I couldn't find wine, wine glasses. We're going to take a picture of our setup today. And just so you guys know how lost we are without Kelly. Just so you know. Because Kelly is the real professional. And we literally just researched the murders. And um, Kelly, if you're listening, please, please come, come back. back. <laughs> Baby, come back. All right. Okay. Cheers. Oh, my God. Oh, that's liquor. Oh, I mean, mm, okay, so it's not as, like, it is bitter. Okay, like yeah. Like a red wine. Uh-huh. It is. But it is, I can, I can. Do you see get the, the sweet s- out of it? Because I don't. I can see the smoothness that it's talking about. It's not as, like, usually when you take a drink of the red wine, which you just did, but you're like, oh, gross. Oh, which I, oh. Yeah, yeah. Stop. Do, do it again. Okay, mm-hmm. hang on, stop. I'm literally putting my foot in my mouth right now. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to drink it. It Okay. It doesn't feel thick like most red wine. Okay. Yeah. That's what I get out of it. Mm-hmm. It's more of a lighter consistency, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. You know, I say that wine smells like warm laundry, so... Uh. <sighs> But this, I felt like this went down 
smooth. Smooth. It still tasted gross. Yeah. It was still gross, but um, would I buy this bottle again? Absolutely not. Absolutely uh, not. But you red wine drinkers out there would probably really enjoy this. So You um, probably would. I'm not trying to run my mouth too much, but enough for y'all to know I don't like it. Okay. Yep. Uh, no, I tried again and I can't. But, you know, <laughs> we really wanted to do the red wine because we're talking about the blood counting. So we have, to, we have to at least try for you guys. This is for you. This is for you listeners. So, so. you're welcome. <laughs> Thank right. you for that cheese break. Thank you so much. Okay. Now that we've had our blood wine, um, so we'll get back to our story about the blood countess. Okay. So I left you off with the king of, um, what was it? King of Hungary mm-hmm. launched that investigation because hella people around cash ties were going missing. Yeah. So dozens of witnesses uh, gave testimony. The estimated body count was more than 600 people that Elizabeth Bathory killed. No shit. Estimated body count. Girls as young as 10 were said to have been abducted by Bathory, beaten severely, mutilated, and then they were either left outside to freeze to death or they starved to death. Some were burned with hot tongs. Some had parts of their faces bitten off. Like weird, like rituals and what? shit. Like, so Bathory was arrested and she was imprisoned in her home in Cashtice Castle for the murder of 80 young women. So they were able to pin 80. So the wow. body counts estimated at 600, yeah. but they were able to accurately pin 80 on her, which is still a lot. Yeah. I mean, a lot. Given her social status, a public trial and execution would have been way too scandalous. Mm -hmm. So back then, what they did, she basically was put on house arrest and she was forced to live out her remaining days locked in her castle. Her Mm. castle in Cashtice. She was never convicted of the crime again. Like I said, the trial would be, I know, crazy, right? Crazy. Um... (laughs) But four of her servants actually were convicted of violence against young women. I'm assuming because they helped her. But oh, she probably was hitting them with her spiked fucking hands. Right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she doesn't get convicted, but some of her servants do. Elizabeth died on August 21st, 1614 in her sleep at the age of 54 in her bed mm. at her home. Comfortable. Bathory's tale didn't become widely known until 1744, almost 150 years after her death, when a Jesuit priest named Laszlo Tarokski, I think is how you say it, uh, he retold it in lurid detail in a book on Hungary's history. He was like, hey, you guys ever heard of this bitch? I'm going to tell you. I'm about to spill this tea. I'm about to spill the fuck out of it. Pull up with the cup. (laughs) Um, So stories began popping up after her death that she would bathe in the blood of virgins in order to gain eternal youth there were legends that said she was a vampire like just all sorts of shit started coming up Mm -hmm. but this Mm -hmm. was after she had died so of course many researchers today believe that her crimes were exaggerated as part of a conspiracy against her okay you ready Mm -hmm. for this you ready for this i am ready i'm ready um so in the sorry, so in the eighties, the legend of the blood countess it was challenged. So they many believe that she was just a defenseless widow and somebody was out to get her. Oh, Who no. would be out to get her? Who? Your mom. 
The crimes were likely exaggerated in order to discredit her. Why would my mother? Why? <laughs> Why? Mom, she's she's talking about you. Talking I can't. Shit. I can't. <laughs> How, she's a lovely woman. How long did it take for your it brain kind to of process Because I realized that I wrote the same thing like twice. <laughs> and you said that, and I was like, fuck, why did I write this again? And I kept talking, and I'm like, what? My mom? No. How dare you? How dare you? So they think her crimes were uh, exaggerated to discredit her. So who would do this? Um, it could be a couple people. Relatives and the Habsburgs. The Habsburg were a dynasty who ruled a large portion, portion of Europe, including Austria and Western Hungary at the time. Okay. Um... So they had a they had something to gain if Elizabeth was out of the picture. Elizabeth's daughters took valuables from her home after she was arrested and locked up. They were like, yeah, we're going to go raid mom's closet right. or do whatever. Get it, girl. Um, and a bunch of her sons and sons-in-law were able to get their inheritance without having to wait for her to die. Because technically she's, you know. She's already dead. Essentially. Yeah. She's yeah. dead in her castle here. You remember King uh, Matthias II who opened this investigation? Yeah, yeah. So, he owed a large debt to Elizabeth Bathory. Oh, okay, okay. He viewed her as a political threat as well, because Elizabeth's cousin, Gabriel Bathory, was running against King Matthias for control of Western Hungary. So, he had a little bit to gain here from starting this investigation. Okay, okay. But either way, regardless whether her crimes were exaggerated or not, she was proven to be a sadistic aristocrat who believed that her privilege sheltered her from any type of punishment. Mm. Her legendary sadism inspired films, plays, operas, TV shows, and video games. The key, she was actually the key influencer for the novel Dracula. Anybody heard of that? Anybody heard? I do not say blah blah blah. Okay. Um, she also holds the dubious honor of being the most prolific female murderer by the Guinness World Records. So, either way. The record? What? Are you trying to break a record? Not like you broke your bed. Oh! No. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm just no. kidding. So. Oh, no. Oh, too far, too far, too far. Out. Are you dying to know more? Am I leaving you on the edge of your sheet? See, sheet? Sheets? Wow. Stop. Oh, my God. Gotcha. Um, you can actually follow her tale across Hungary, Slovakia, and Austria while visiting castles, crypts, and museums. Ooh. First stop, you can stop at the Bathory Castle and Wax Museum. It's located, um, I'm not going to try to pronounce it. It's in Hungary. <laughs> it's actually at the castle where she was born in 1560. So her, where she was born at, you can go there. They've got a Wax Museum. All that good stuff. Um, you could also go on a guided tour of her final home, the Kashtais Castle, where she eventually died. Okay. You could also go to the Dracovich Mansion in Kashtais. They act, they have an exhibit called Elizabeth Bathory, Cruelty Hidden in Lace. Kashtais Town Square, where the crimes, where she was um, eventually, you know, locked up. Mm -hmm. They actually have a wooden statue of her in, her in, their, in their town square. What? I don't know. The woman who was convicted of killing yeah. 80, or, yeah, it was 80. 80 women. I mean, 600, but, like, not, who's counting? Who's counting? She's not. Um, so, yeah. Elizabeth Bathory, the Blood Countess, inspired the novel Dracula, the most prolific serial killer. 
by the Guinness Book of World Records. Wow. Yeah. That is. I always, when I was researching this, it reminded me of um, that movie, Snow White and the Huntsman. Yes. Yes. Where she's like bathing in that milk bath. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's probably what Elizabeth was doing, but in blood. Yeah. 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 You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I can, if you look up a picture of her, she's actually really pretty. Um, so maybe, maybe she did actually find some type of eternal youth, but she's like still alive, Loki. I, you never know. <laughs> you know how people have like doppelgangers like throughout the fucking centuries and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, here she is. Oh, that's a really bad picture. Hang on. <laughs> she does have a really big forehead though. Damn girl. That's an eight head, baby. Yeah. That's a double. Yeah. So that is uh that's the blood countess. Sorry you missed that, Kelly. <laughs> hope your shopping's been great. You know, she's gonna do that shit to you the next time you miss I out. hope so, because when I was at when I was out of town mm-hmm. and I listened to your little cheesy bites, mm-hmm. y'all were talking shit. <laughs> which was really funny. I, I actually really enjoyed it, but you know, you know, sometimes we gotta, we gotta, we gotta miss one of us. So that way we actually know how much we love each other, you know? Oh, oh, but she did miss out on this sweet setup. Thank you. Thank Keely's you. got us like a whole like podcast room. Yeah. I turned a portion of my house into a, my Barbie house into um, a podcast room now. So. It's beautiful. I'm very I'm really, excited. I'm just proud of you. I want to find more, um, more of this wallpaper and bring it down. Is it a yeah 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 it's like halfway down the wall you just like... well so in my in my head originally i was like well if it keep, if it's up high enough when we start to like if we decide to make a youtube channel three of us will be sitting here so you don't really see below Correct. so i was like i'm not too stressed out about it right now but sitting here watching you from this side of the table i'm like i i hate it <laughs> i don't i don't hate it i'm ha- i'm content with it i Wish I would have brought it down just uh just a smidge. Like wish a I would have started inches. at the floor. Yeah, you could have mm-hmm. done that. Yeah. I don't know. This is really thick though. Yeah. So it probably cost you a pretty penny for that. You wouldn't believe it, but it's constructed paper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking done with you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening if you guys have any special requests or cheese or wines you want us to try you can send us an email to gouda.murder at gmail.com you can follow us on facebook gouda murder podcast is it mm-hmm. i think so yeah we also do have a tiktok that i am failing miserably to post at um but you know I don't know. What was I just looking for? Our Facebook. Our Facebook. Oh my god. <laughs> that blood wine really got to me. That was disgusting. Um All right. My my brain's what not working. Slacker. Yeah, Gouda Murder Podcast Official is our Facebook. Boom, there we go. All right. Well, oh, anyway, wow. thanks for listening and stay fresh, cheese bags. Bye. Bye.